Let's see what the Gemara says. Let's see a little bit from beforehand. Um, five lines from where the wide lines begin. That one should say, He who um, is in awe of Hashem, perceives Hashem, is, has an addition of days, and the years of Rishayim will be shortened. That's the first place of Mikdash. That remained, that stood standing 410 years. And 18, only 18, or according to the guy, 11 Kohanim Gedolim were there. Um, this is the Kohanim Gedolim with the second base of English. That stood for 420 years. And more than 300 Kohanim were uh, served there. 40 years that Shimon HaTzadik, who was a true Tzadik, was, was uh, served. And 80 years that Yochanan Kohen Gadol was served. Uh, was a uh, served, which is 120 years. Esser Shishimish Yishmael ben Pavi 10, that Yishmael ben Pavi served, which is 130 years. Mamila, you can even add Yud Aleph Shishimish Abelazim and Kharasim. 11 that Abelazim and Kharasim was the Kohen mother, which is um, um, uh, 141 years. Um, now figure it out 141 years 141 years total of these tzaddikim but more than 300 of them um, there were 400 and uh, the, the base of English did 420 years so uh, um, so each one of them did not um, fill his years and look at the Bach we saw yesterday on the side the Bach said an olive the reason this occurred is because they bought the Kuna with Damim, with money. Tarkova is, I'm not sure how much it is, but it's a, it's a lot of gold, a lot of uh, um, coins. It's an amount, I'm not sure, a ton, whatever it is. Um, Martha was basis brought to Yanni Amelach on the Ukmeli Ashurub and Gamalim and Gahani Rabbi until she put her husband, until he put her husband, appointed her husband as the going Gogol. Which you see how, how, how much we fell because King has nothing to do with appointing the going Gogol. Uh, it's nothing to do with it. The, uh, the Sanhedrin, the Kohen, appointed the going Gogol, left King. This is a very um, low society. Here we have five lines from the bottom. Good morning, everyone. Morning. Um, five lines from the bottom. This is um, in the middle of the line, basically. Um, the Bach just adds in the word the Amar. The Amar Rabbi Yochanan ben Torsa. Shiloh was the forerunner of the base of English. The Mishkan was in Shiloh. There were two things that happened there. 
Now, we'll see what this means, Gilearias. Um, Mara's going to explain it's not a real Gilearias. The Torah's exceedingly uh, high standard of how you define Gilearias. Listen to this. Um, Gilearias is Siv. The Eli, Eli was the going level during the time of Shmuel Anavi, um, just prior to the, the ascension of Shmuel. Eli was the Rebbe of Shmuel. The Eli Zokan is Gamal. Eli was talking about Eli was very old. He saw, he heard what his children had done to all of Israel. Now, literally, this means that um, the uh, that they, they slept with the women. Um, could mean congregate, could mean that. Uh, um, groups of women, let's say. Pesach al-Moe, the entrance of al-Moe. Now, okay. This, as, as it says literally, did not really happen. The Abagav, Dham Rabbi Shmol, I'm sorry, Dham Rabbi Shmol, about Nachmeini, Dham Rabbi Yochanan, Kola Omer B'nai Eli, whoever says that B'nai Eli sinned in that, in that manner, Eino Elotela, is not, is only making an error. So here's what happened. Mitoch, Shashohu, as Nahum, Mia, Mailin Alei Makasav Kilushich. Now it's like this. Let me explain. The um, the um, the um, when women give birth, they have to bring a carbon yoledas, and Kinei means a, a, a nest, meaning a pair of uh, of, of, uh, of of birds. They have to bring, what happens is that um, um, they're tame, um, and uh, on the 40th day for a man or for, for, for giving birth to a, to a male child, or the, the 80th day for, a, for, a, for, uh, for giving birth to a daughter, um, she has to go to the mikvah, and she becomes tahora, but she's still what's called mechusa kapara. Mechusa kapara means that She's tar, but there's still some things that need to be done in order for her to be totally tar in terms of being able to eat kachin. Now, um, women would bring their, um, their uh, they'll come to the Mishkan and Shiloh to bring their kerbanos in order to be able to be fully tar and go back home to their, to their houses. Now, uh, it's, 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 what happened would be the um, the Abnei Eli, instead of taking these carbonos first and making sure that the women were able to leave immediately back to their homes, they waited. They took other carbonos first, at different chashbonos, and as such, they forced the women to spend an extra night in the Shiloh area. So in the high level of... Uh, of, um, of of the Torah's language, this is called giliaritis. Okay, this is called like immoral behavior. The morality stemmed from the fact that they weren't able to be together with their husbands for a, a night. So therefore, the Torah says that they committed an act of giliaritis, immorality. Um, just the understanding of that is that if a husband is not together with his wife, then it could cause shalom bias issues and even can cause in terms of giliaritis, um, situations where the husband may have impure thoughts 
because um, uh, women protect their husbands from from um, from Hirburim Ryan, women pure thought. So the Torah counts the Avera of the sons of Eli as an element of Gilearias. And this was um, this was uh, uh, the Avera that they did. Now, okay, this is pretty straightforward. But the next case is not as straightforward. Bizayim Kachim. Um, Bizayim Kachim means debasing Kachim. Now, the look is like this. Kachim, depending on which carbon, the, um, the Achatis, for example, or an Ashom, is supposed to be um, brought to the base of Mikdash, not brought to the, the, the um, the dam is sprinkled on the on the um, on the mizbeach um, in different places and different components of different places, and the chaylev is then burnt on the mizbeach. Now, after everything is done, then the kohenim get a share and they eat that share. Sometimes the owner, which is shlomim, will eat his share as well. The Kohen is not supposed to take his share and eat it before the Chelev is burnt on the Mizbeach. Okay? And that's what Eli's uh, sons did. Eli's sons, by the name, were, by the way, were named Chafni and Pinchas. Eli's sons did precisely that. They took the Kachin before they were able, before it was fully burnt on the Mizbeach. I'll, I'll tell you in a minute when we finish the Gemara, my personal reason which I didn't see anywhere why they did this. Because otherwise it doesn't it doesn't really add up. Why would they do such a thing like that? Let's take a look at the Gemara. Um Kachim. Gam Batarim even before they burn the Khalev, Bo Narhakoim. Narakoim is the the servant, the uh, the servant boy of the Kohen. And he said to the one who was was was, was processing the carbon, to not bother Lutzalus Lukoin, give meat to uh, to roast for for the Kohen. We're not going to take from you Basim Mavushul. Kiyim Chai, um, I I uh, I'm going to take um, raw meat. Let's first um, burn the chaylev. Then you can take whatever you want. I'm alone. And the Nara said, no, 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 this is my command. Now, I'm um, Now I want you to give it. I'm taking it with force. And the sin of the Chatayim, of the Na'aram, was great in the face of Hashem. Nitzu is an expression of spurn. They spurned the Minchas Hashem. You say it, by the way, in Vidu, in Na'atznu. We spurned. So, Eli, Chafni, and Pinchas didn't do anything to stop this behavior. And um, they did this themselves, apparently. And uh, this was this was an error that they did. Now, let's take a look at Rashi. Shesho is Kinayim, the top Rashi. Shoyim um, Avios, Mimaleos, Imele Dasim. This is going back to the women. 
and the carbon that they used to bring, they brought at the end of their their uh, their uh, their birthing period, which is forty days or eighty days. Litaher uh, to become tahar, lachol bekachim to eat kachim. Now, like I said before, the women with tahora, they were allowed to um, be together with their husbands. They were allowed to um, eat truma even after mikvah and erev shemesh, meaning after they went to the mikvah and after they waited till evening, nightfall. They were allowed to uh, eat truma even. They were allowed to be together with their husbands. Not a problem. But, sorry, they weren't allowed to go to, they weren't allowed to eat kachim, and this was a problem because um, the, uh, the, uh, it, it, when, uh, there, there are certain times when a woman has to eat kachim, like by carbon pesa, it was a necessity. So they came to the Mishkan and they said, okay, here's our carbonos, process them, we'll go home. And then uh, that's it. We'll be done, right? But now the Haim, the Bnei Eli Hayu Vale. Take a look at the Zion. What is that Zion there? Gaiva. They were Bale Gaiva, meaning um, Bale Gaiva is a strong word. It means arrogant. The Hayu Misrashlim and they would Misrashlim means they would be like lazy, um, delay in the in the bringing of the carbon. The women would have to wait there. Until they were um, they were brought, and they would have to delay in coming to their place. Um, to the husband, <laughs> and they would be um, they would stop the women for the night from being together with their husbands from Peravirivia. Now, what's interesting about this uh, Gemara is that. Um, just to make things a little bit lighter for the children of Eli, um, that all Mechusri Kapara are allowed to bring their Karbano Shalomi Daz Balayim, meaning that um, there could have been a Shliach that they could have sent. And not only that, not because of a Shliach, somebody can come to the base of Mignash and, and bring the Karban for his wife or his, anybody, anybody else's wife who had a, you can come and you can say, listen, uh, I was by the base of English the other day, and I did you a favor, and I brought your cabanos for you, and that would count. So it could be that the, uh, the Bnei Eli said to these women, listen, leave your cabanos here, um, or appoint the shliach, and then we'll, uh, we'll, do, we'll, we'll take care of it, and you go home to your husbands. But they didn't want to do that. The women did not want to do that. Wanted to stay with their carbonos and have it done until, uh, and when it was finished, they would go home. So that was, that's just to make eight Chafni and Pinchas' sins uh, lighter. Okay? Um, fine. Now, the, uh, the second Avera, uh, in terms of Kachim, is like this. You know, I, I, I draw a parallel in my own mind, and I, I didn't see this anywhere, so. Um, it, it may very well not be correct, but this is just, and I'm saying this over just as, as food for thought. You'll, uh, you'll analyze it and tell me if, uh, if there's a flaw in this. Um, that we have the situation, the tragic situation of Dustin and Aviram, when we have the, um, the uh, Chalukah Zemishkan, so 
they went forward on the first of Nisan and they brought onto Mizbeach an Eish Zorah, meaning they were Makhtar that they, they, weren't, they, weren't, they weren't asked to be Makhtar. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu took their lives. It's a well-known story. Now, you can ask yourself, why the Dasan Aviran, who were such big tzaddikim that they were parallel to Moshe and Aram in Chazal, they were great tzaddikim. Why would they do such a thing like that? Hashem didn't tell them to do that. Moshe Rabbeinu didn't say that. No, they had no direct command to do such a thing like that. So the Mepharshim tell us that Dustin Aviran were so enthusiastic for serving Hashem that they went forward and they did something without properly asking permission because in their enthusiasm, they, they, uh, they overdid it. They overdid it. Now, let me find out by a lot of, uh, of things that, you know, the, the enthusiasm of a person could can cause, a, uh, cause a serious breach. A few times in the Torah you find this. So here too, um, the, the Na'arim, these young Kohanim, and Chafni and Pinchas, they understood that eating the food of Kachim is not like eating a regular meal. This is the holy food that goes into a person's system and a person you know, you are what you eat. That's, that's, that's a fact, in a certain sense. You are what you eat. They are ingesting food, which is completely kadosh, and they are growing and developing for it, from it. And they couldn't wait to, to do this. They wanted to, the very first opportunity, they wanted to jump forward and eat this food so they would be able to, um, to become more kadosh themselves. So in doing so, they overdid it. And we have to realize that although people are enthusiastic in terms of, of doing uh, things for HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we can't go beyond the boundaries of things that HaKadosh Baruch Hu set. And if we do, we sometimes get in trouble. I'll just give you just one Musar Haskell because it's before Rosh Hashanah, which is that sometimes somebody sees something uh, going on in shul, which is not right. He sees a person, uh, I don't know, doing something wrong. And he calls him out in public. Now, the thing that the person was doing was certainly not correct, whatever it may be. But it doesn't mean that you can uh, scream at the person in public. That's, that's, that's too much. In your zeal to make sure that things are done right in terms of ruchnius, sometimes it occurs that a person overdoes it and, and takes things too far. And uh, the person becomes... becomes uh, uh, it, it, it's, it's the person could lose because of that. So we have to be careful to go within the boundaries of what the Pelish Baruch tells us to do. Nothing more, nothing less. It's part of even in our reaction to things and even in our enthusiasm to do things, we have to be careful not to do too much. Okay, let's see a little bit further. This is um, but again, I didn't see this anywhere, so you can take it as you wish. This Gemara we're about to uh, learn is a very famous Gemara. Um, people quote it all the time, um, Tisha B'Av time. First of the wide lines, Mikdash Rishon. Now, the Gemara, this has nothing to do with um, with the previous Sugis. This is just because we brought up Mikdash Rishon and Mikdash Shani, so the Gemara continues on that theme here. Mikdash Rishim of Neymachar. What was the reason why the first place of Mikdash was destroyed? So the Mara says that's because of the Gimel Devarim, Chayyubah. There were three 
um, things that happened then, that occurred then, which were avodazara, idolatry, giliarias, immorality, and murder. How do you know that that's true? I know that these three, three things happened then. So the Gemara says, avodazara dechsev, ki kotzer hamatzer, ki kotzer hamatzer, mihishtora. Um, what is that olive there? Kishitikanes. I'm sorry. The Let's see what this means. My kotzer hamatzer mihishtora, mishtorea, amrabi yochanan, kotzer matzazer mishtora alav shnei rayim. Meaning that um, the, this, this area, meaning the world, is too small for two shepherds to have, um, to, to, to lead, right? Meaning that um, a person, when he, look at Rashi on top. Mr. Ray, Darish Benotrikim, it's explained in, uh, in, in, in segments. From a ruling over it, one shepherd. Okay, Shnei um, There are there were two Reim, um, meaning two two leaders. Okay, um, two leaders. So the Bach puts in Shehemid Menashe Tzelem Shehemid means he established that Tzelem is a form, a figure, and the Zara. In the Heichal, imagine this in the base of English itself. Um, Sara is Lashon Reus, um, like like um, like together. Kishnei Lashon Lishachad, Mekiyasa Mekiyasta That's by Chanan Penina. Sara means two people who are um, who are uh, who are living together. Veisha Elachosa, or another pasuk. A woman and a sister don't take them to be a tsara. It's like if two women are married to one man, so they're in competition one with the other. So they're called tsaros. The second wife is a tsara to the first wife. So it's as if to say that when Manasha, who was an evil king, but afterwards he did tshuva, put in a tselem and Echal, he's putting a tsara. Of Hakadosh Baruch so to speak, into the Heichal, and the area, meaning the world, is uh, not big enough for two people to rule over here. So you know who's going to end up losing. So that's what the Gemara says. That Kotzer Matzazet miyistora alav shnei reim, two um, rulers or two um, two people jointly uh, to rule together, it can't be. Uh, what does that mean? got to this basic, he cried. that which it says, He gathered like a pillar the waters of the sea. refers to an idol. Okay, um, the Matzecha was a tzara um, kehiskanes, meaning the idol 
was a tzorah for Hashem. What tzorah means that once, uh, he's learning it like a rival to Hashem, um, his kanes. And Shmuel Manachemini, when he got to this passage, but when Rabbi Yonis got to this passage, he cried. He said, because Baruch who did this great miracle, and yet um, they're, they're putting up this Sarah, this, uh, this rival to HaKadosh Baruch which is such a tremendous bizarion, um for Hashem. It's like a, so to speak, a slap in the face to HaKadosh Baruch So um, the Gemara is just using these two to point out that there was a man by the name of Manasseh who was the king. And this king was a powerful ruler and he put a, uh, a tzelem, um, an idol, a form, into the base of Middash, and that was the, uh, the, the, uh, the beginning of the end of Kal Yisrael. They were not exiled during Menashe's time, but they were exiled um, a few decades later, and uh, eventually Kal Yisrael, because of this, was removed from, it, it, well, here we're talking about the destruction of the first base of English. The first base of English was destroyed. So this is the Avera of Avodazara. What about the Avera of Giliarayos? Um, Giliarayos, how, how do you know that they sin with Giliarayos? Tichsiv, it says. Vayomer Hashem. And Hashem says, Ya'an, <clears throat> however, or because of, Kigavu Benostiyam, <clears throat> the daughters of Tzion, meaning the Israel women, Gavu were arrogant, they themselves arrogant. But they locked in the Tzion's garden, they went with outstretched necks, Mishankros Enayim, and with, um, with, um, with painted eyes in this case, it means, Mishankros means false eyes. Haloch, um, Metafof, Tilachna, they went and um, top of, we'll see what all this means in the Gemara in a minute. Um, they used to walk in a certain way. We'll see soon. Um, tichasna, uh, they they they, uh, they, um, they got Hashem angry. So let's see what this means. Um, because of the haughtiness of the Jewish women, so it walks specifically a tall girl next to a short girl, meaning um, all women want is to get attention, right? All these kind of women want is to get attention. They want to draw attention to themselves. So it would look strange. It would be, uh, you know, a person would, 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 would avoid, you know, or wouldn't pay attention to women who are walking. So they would walk in a strange sight, uh, a tall girl next to a short girl, and that would draw attention to them and that's what they wanted. But they lack in the two years garam. They would walk with, um, it really literally means an outstretched neck. They would walk in a very haughty fashion. And again, it drew attention to themselves. Um, means they painted their eyes. They would put this kind of a, makeup, like an eye kind of thing, in their eyes. First, they would walk very, um, very um, 
precisely. Their heels would be by their, um, by their, by their, they wouldn't walk further than the heel by their, um, by their, um, by their toes. And this would be a kind of a way of, uh, of, of, uh, of, um, of walking like, you know, uh, like a teasing kind of a way. Over a glam tachasnot, Amr Yitzchak Shemavian Mar, Vafarsanam, with their feet, they would, they would, they would anger Hashem. Mar is like, um, is a type of um, incense, spice. Afarsanam was a very powerful spice. The Mar says that we don't have Afarsanam today. All the Afarsanam trees, which grew between Yerushalayim and Yericho, it's the only place in the world that grew, and it's a very expensive spice. Namar tells us that a farsimon was a spice that would really attract uh, people to uh, really stimulate the sexual desire. So what they would do is <clears throat> they would put these spices in their shoes. Now um, let, let's, let's take a look at the Bach for a moment by Bayes. Okay. And they would walk in the marketplace of Rishalayim. Ukushimagios. Now let's go back to the Gemara. Ukushimagios, Eitzel Bechur Yisrael. When they would walk next to the, the boys of Klai Yisrael, Boatos, Umatizos, they would sneeze, um, they would Boatos, they would kick him, sorry. Umatizos, Alayim, they would, um, they would spray this kind of um, um, spice, on them, meaning they would activate the spice, and they would uh, bring into them a yitzhara. Ke'eris, eris is a poison. Um, Rashi said, look at the Bach, ke'eris de achna. Achna is, achna is a type of a lizard that's a poisonous lizard. So that was found in Eris Yisrael. I'm not sure the type of lizard it was exactly. So, They would do these tricks to get attention and to draw uh, the boys to them. So it's not to say that the boys were not guilty, but the one who caused it were the girls. And that was much, much, that was a big of error on their part. Okay, so that's the world of Zara, and that's Gilearize. Now, the third sin was Shmichas Dami. So you have it. You with me? Mamish in the middle of, of the uh, of the middle of the middle sized lines. Last word in the line. Shmichus damim lechsev. The gam dam and also in addition to other averus that he did, dam naki means um, means uh, uh, um, innocent blood. Shafach menasha menasha spilled. Harbi mod much. Anush emilius mishalayim. Um, from place to place, um, he, he, he did this. Um, now, um, fine. Now you have to take a look at the uh, at the um, at the at the Bach. Okay. Rishayim Hayu, they were they were Bali Avera. Um,
I'm not sure how this goes. I'm sorry. I'm not sure how this how, how this a golf in the back goes. goes. Sorry. All right. Let's just skip it. Um, let's see. I think this dollar really goes uh, here. Oh. All right. This is a little bit more extensive. Okay. I, I think the, the order is inverted. The dial and the hay are inverted here. Okay. Um, let's see a little further. Sheni, the second base of Mikdash. Shayu Oskin Batora. This is a glory era of the great Tanayim. Rabbi Yochanan Menzaka, Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Eliezer, Rabbi Yeshua, Mikdash Sheni Shayu, and the great Yeshivas. Shayu Oskin Batora Vimitzos. They were involved in learning Torah, doing mitzvahs, and in good deeds. But they macharav. Why were why was the second base of English destroyed? So Mori answers very famously, in Shehosabam sinus chinam. It was um, unwarranted hate. The lamdecha, not by the tamidah chachamim, by the way, by the populace. The lamdecha shesakulosh sinus chinam connected sholosh averos. Although the Zohar Gilarizes with his them. Um, the the Gemara is saying, drawing a comparison and saying that the first base of English was destroyed because of Although the Zohar Gilarizes with his them. The second base of English was destroyed because of Sinas Chinam. So there's a comparison. So this shows us that the Sinas Chinam is compared to Although the Zohar Gilarizes with his them. This caused the base of English to destroy, be destroyed, not cause the base of English to be destroyed. Now, it doesn't mean that if a person had a choice between Sinas Chinam or Avodazarish, you could pick each one, each one's the same. It's not, of course, Avodazarish, Gilarish, Rechazdam is much worse, but in terms of effect, the effect of Sinas Chinam can be as great as the effect of Avodazarish, Gilarish, and Rechazdam, which is pretty scary, okay? Um, now, here, The Bach throws in, um, if you look at Hay, the Gemara is missing some things. The Bach throws in like this. Over Mikdash Rishon, look at Hay. Over Mikdash Rishon, Lo Hayu Bey Sinas Chinam. In the Mikdash Rishon, there wasn't any Sinas Chinam. Vaksiv, it says, um, He brings a Pasik. I'm not sure how the lines of the Gemara go. Um, I think he he um, he, he throws in this Pasik Vaksiv Rasheha Shoka Yishpaitu. Um, I'm not 100% sure how the Bach um, um, learns the Gemara, and the Gemara, as it says here, is also clearly um, missing something. Okay? So, can, can I ask you a question? Is there, is, is Sinas Hinam one thing, or is it something that is a uh, catch-all for lots and lots of things. 
What would be those lots and lots of things that you're referring to? That's what I was going to ask you. Sinas chinam means hatred for no reason. Sometimes okay, what's an example of that? That I walk down the street and I see somebody and out of clear blue sky, I hate them? Well, sometimes people can be jealous of other people and can hate them for that reason. Um, sometimes a person can do something that's wrong, but your reaction to it is just too much. Let's say you have... So, so, is all, this is the, so it's a relative value. It depends. Sometimes, is that... I, I suppose. Um, I suppose. Is it, the, is it the opposite of the Ahafta Larecha Kamocha? Is there like, is it like the opposite? Is it its own, like, is it, an, I think what he's asking is, it, is it an Avera, an actual uh, Avera, or is it a state of, uh, state of, you know, the, the state of affairs in, in the Jewish uh, nation? You know, that's a funny thing. Um, the, 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 uh, yesterday, whatever, in the conversation, not much time, but there isn't a vera called You're not allowed to hate your friend in your heart. Um, which some commentaries understand that um, you transgress the vera if you dislike a person secretly. If you tell him openly that you don't like him, then you don't, no longer transgress that vera. But um, you see, if you tell a person openly, I don't like you, you have to explain why. Why do I not like you? Because such and such a thing like that happened. But wait a minute, you're misinterpreting it. That's not really what happened. It wasn't me, it was somebody else who did that. Or uh, you make a mistake, or this is my reaction because of that, whatever. So talking it out is always a good thing. But you're not supposed to just hate people for no reason. Sometimes a person does something and it just, it just gets on your nerves. Now, you know, there's a difference between like, I don't, I don't want to hang out with that guy. He's not my type. Nothing wrong with that. You know, every time I try and talk with him, he's just too quiet. I'm, I like somebody to talk, right? Nothing wrong with that. I don't hate him. He's just not my type. No big deal, right? He's not the kind of guy I'm, I'm, I'm going to be going uh, golfing with. He's not my kind of guy, you know? There's nothing wrong with that. He's not a bad person. And there's another thing altogether where I dislike a person. She don't like it. So it's called sinas chinam. That's, that's, that's hatred, one for the other, right? I, I think I, that's all I can tell you. I've never you. heard of anybody who says, I hate that guy and can't tell you why. <laughs> I, can't, I never heard of anybody who says, I hate that guy and isn't absolutely anxious <laughs> to tell you why. Well, um, it's not, oh, I, I, it's not, I, don't, I can't imagine anyone saying, oh, I have no reason. Well, maybe you don't like the person's style or you don't like the way the person interacted. You know, hate is a very broad word. There's a little hate and there's a lot of hate. So maybe a person did something and because of that, he, it, what he did would may warrant your displeasure. But it doesn't mean that it could develop into hatred, right? I hate the person, right? I think it's a very, it's a very philosophical question. Right, it's very, very relative, and I think it's a very philosophical question because I'm sure the way yeah. people hated each other in the time of the Beis Hamikdash is very different from the way people hate each other now. I think. I don't know. I don't think people have changed much. Um, there's a sefer called Archos Sadikim. It's the name of a sefer. Um, it, it goes through the various um, good traits 
and bad traits of human beings and go through there and you'll see there's a section called Ahava and there's a section called Sina. And over there, you go through Orchos Sadikim. I'm not sure how you translate it. I mean, I can tell you Orchos means yeah, this It's, it's Orchos right. Sadikim of the Rosh, right? What? Orchos Sadikim of the Rosh, correct? Of the Rosh? The Rosh Rosh? Of the Rosh, yeah. I don't know. Um, um, but the Orchos Sadikim is the way of the righteous. And it goes through the different various character traits. And they have a section there on Sina and a section there on Ahava. And if you go through there, you'll be able to see what's called um, Sina, what's called Ahava. Uh, Orchid means the way of the righteous. I'm not sure if that's the proper translation. Yeah. You can go online in English and, and get it like, with, with that translation, but that's basically what it is. All right, we'll have to pause here and we'll pick up on this image uh, tomorrow. Thank you. Okay, Colton, have a great day.